welcome to Career Sequel, the Return to Work podcast. If you're re-entering the workforce after a career break, you just found your one-stop shop. I'm your host, Dr. Lee Coles, industrial organizational psychologist, career strategist, and the founder of Career Sequel. Each week, I discuss strategies you can use to bridge your career gap and land flexible, meaningful work you'll love. My mission? To help you find a job that fits your life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Career Sequel Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lee Coles, and today's topic is something I hadn't planned to discuss on the podcast. It kept coming up, though. I've had so many questions about it that I thought I should record an episode about it to help answer all these questions. And you know that I love to discuss all things career, from how to find your purpose to using your strengths and getting yourself on a career path that's going to be meaningful or or seeing the beauty of stepping off a career path and trying something new. But the nuts and bolts of just landing a job are important too. There are certain aspects of the job search that are shrouded in mystery because the rules keep changing. I get a lot of questions about the right way to do things, the best processes. And it's true that most of the time we do have to jump through a set of hoops to get to the job that we want. This episode is about one of those hoops. Whether or not you're looking for a new job in 2023, you are going to want to listen to what I'm about to share with you. You're going to gain a lot of insight. And this is another one of my episodes that you're probably going to want to forward and share with friends and family members who are on the job market. Today, I'm going to give you the inside scoop on cover letters. All your questions will be answered. You're going to know my three rules for cover letters. And I have a simple, easy cover letter recipe that I'm going to share. So by the end of this episode, you're going to know exactly what to write to make yourself stand out from the rest. Are you ready? Let's do this. One of the biggest questions I get asked about cover letters is, do I have to write one? (laughs) Now, unless the organization specifically says, Do not include a cover letter. My answer is yes. And you know me, I like to bring in the data to back up my claims. Resume Lab recently conducted a survey of 200 hiring decision makers. The people who were surveyed include hiring managers and recruiters and HR staff. And they wanted to find out just how important is it to submit a cover letter in 2023. So get this. 83% of respondents said that cover letters are important for their hiring decision. And in fact, 83% of respondents said that a great cover letter can get you an interview, even if your resume is lacking. So that means that writing a cover letter can compensate for a flawed or weak resume in more than eight out of 10 cases. But what if you're applying for a job and it doesn't specifically ask for a cover letter? Well, 72% of recruiters still expect cover letters, even if the job ad states that they're optional. And that optional cover letter can dramatically boost your chances of getting a job. Get this. 77% of recruiters say 
that they will give preference to candidates who send a cover letter over those who don't. So you may be thinking, oh, great. Well, this is one more thing for me to do. (laughs) I really wanted Lee to tell me I didn't have to write a cover letter, but I have great news for you. Okay, now you still do need to write the cover letter, but the good news is most of your competitors in the job market are not going to write a cover letter. Recruiters reported that if a cover letter is optional, only 35% of candidates attach one to their application. And when a cover letter is required, when it actually says we need a cover letter, still only 38% of candidates submit a cover letter. So just the fact that you're writing and submitting a cover letter Just doing that is going to give you preference over the great majority of applicants. So just, I want you to remind yourself of that when you're sitting down to write, okay? Now I have three rules of writing cover letters, and I think you're really going to like this first one. The first one is keep it concise. So this is more good news. Your cover letter needs to be short and simple, okay? You don't have to spend all your time writing a term paper. These people, these recruiters and HR managers, they have virtual stacks of resumes and cover letters to sift through, and everyone's attention spans are so short. They're just getting shorter and shorter. So a cover letter with big, thick paragraphs isn't inviting to read, and you can just count on a second page of a cover letter going unread. So keep everything to one page. Okay, my second rule of writing cover letters is personalize it. So the only thing worse than not including a cover letter is including a generic cover letter, one that has obviously just been copied and pasted and used for many, many different job descriptions. So believe me, HR people can tell if you're just using a template and you're just swapping out the name of the organization. A cover letter should include keywords and phrases that are important to the job posting. And you can find these by reading through the posting and the the posting requirements. And you're going to notice that there are some words and phrases that are repeated or emphasized. So just write those down. And then check out the company's website, especially its mission and value statement or the about us section of their website and add key words and phrases to that list that you started. You're going to want to use or reference those in your cover letter. It's kind of like learning the language of the organization. These words are really important to the company, so they're going to stand out if they see them on the page. My third rule is spotlight the organization. There's a temptation to use the cover letter as an opportunity to talk about yourself, like only you, like, I want this, I need this, my goal is this. And you may even have the inclination to cut and paste portions of your resume into your cover letter, but you don't have to do that, okay? What the recruiter wants to see is that you've done your homework and you know the company and you understand the company and you've read the job description, you understand the challenges of the work and the objectives of the work, and that you have what it takes to help the organization meet those objectives. So that survey I was talking about of the 200 HR professionals, they revealed that 60% of recruiters said that cover letters are most useful for explaining the motivation to join a company. 
So talk about the organization in the cover letter. What sets it apart for you? Why are you attracted to it? And yes, it's good to talk about yourself, but it should be in the context of how your unique strengths and skills and experience can benefit the company. So here's the test to give your cover letter. If you can't cut and paste your cover letter to use for a different job in a company, then you've done it correctly. So those are the three rules. And now I'm going to simplify everything for you by giving you my cover letter recipe. So I want you to just sit back and relax. I'm going to tell you what to write, um, short, concise paragraph by short, concise paragraph. Now, for my example, I'm going to be writing a cover letter for a job at ABC Hospital. I just made up that hospital, by the way. I don't know if there is an ABC Hospital, but I just made it up. But first, do you know the name of the person who's going to be reading the cover letter? So try to find out. And if you can't, I suggest that you begin with Dear ABC Hospital Team. Now, in the past, you'd hear recommendations to start with to it may concern or dear sir or madam, but that sounds really outdated now. So today, just say dear ABC hospital team. Now in paragraph one, all you need are two sentences. In the first, mention the name of the position you're applying for and the company name and where you learned about the position. So if you have a connection with a company who told you about the position, name drop that person's name here. So you can say something like, I was excited to learn about ABC Hospital's social media manager position from my former colleague, Alex Harris. Your second sentence states why you're an ideal candidate to help the organization achieve its goals. So here's an example of what you could say for your second sentence. My experience at in the healthcare industry, as well as social media marketing, makes me uniquely qual- uniquely qualified to help ABC hospitals share its mission of quality care and personal connection with the Chicago community. Okay, so note that you couldn't cut and paste that into just any job description because you specifically discuss two features of ABC hospitals' mission statement. They have this mission of quality care, and they have a mission of developing a personal connection with the Chicago community. So that last sentence that you wrote, that serves as a springboard to paragraph two. And here you write a couple of sentences about your experience, and you may be tempted to list off everything you've done, but these people have your resume. So all you need is to give them an overview. And here's an example. I have eight years experience in the healthcare industry conducting research on hospital best practices. For the past three years, I've worked in social media marketing, strategizing plans and developing content to help small businesses connect with customers. Okay. And then I want you to add one more sentence to tie it back to how you could help the organization in your role. Okay. So here's what you can say. I would love to use my combination of skills to share ABC Hospital's mission across a variety of social media channels. Okay. Now, you're you've you've hit paragraph 3. In paragraph 3, I want you to just share one story about something that you did 
that relates to the job position that you're applying for. And again, just keep it concise. Begin with the challenge you were faced with, explain what you did, and then end with the results. And you, can, if you can sprinkle data in the mix, then that's a bonus because data makes things real. And a reader's eye is going to catch on a number in the midst of an ocean of letters. Okay, here's an example for you. One of my most recent projects involved helping the City Parks Department increase community engagement. I designed a year-long campaign to educate and excite potential patrons, created a YouTube channel and devote, devoted to park activities, and started a TikTok account where I wrote and filmed daily content. The City Parks Department reported a 60% increase in visitors and event bookings by the end of the initiative. And then the final paragraph, the, the way to seal the deal, you can begin with, I welcome a conversation with you about how I can bring my talents to the ABC hospital to accelerate its media outreach. Thank you for your consideration, and I look forward to hearing from you. Sincerely, your name. So there you have it, all of your cover letter questions answered. You can think back to the example I just gave you and feel those three rules, okay? Keep it concise. Everything was very, very short, but to the point. Personalize it. I talked about the hospital, the company's mission and vision and what they wanted and spotlight the organization. Every time I talked about myself, I would bring it back to what I could do for the organization. So... I hope that you are feeling calmer and more relaxed now. You know all the cover letter secrets, and you know that the cover letter is your secret weapon to leapfrogging over the other applicants and to land the interview. So I hope this was helpful for you. Definitely share this episode with your friends who are job hunting. My goal is to make everyone feel more informed and confident during the job search process. And thank you so much for joining me. Until we get together again, take good care and know that I'm cheering you on. Hey, if you're going back to work after a career break, I have a gift to help you get started. It's my free guide, Four Simple Steps You Can Take Today to Re-Enter the Workplace. I love it because it helps you get the ball rolling in a simple, easy, manageable way. Just go to my website, careersequel.com, and click on the red box that says, get the four simple steps now. That's careersequel.com. Get the four simple steps now. See you there.